we are back episode number seven of letting it all hang out it's your girl Haley kalani i don't know if i'm ever gonna stop saying that and introducing myself but whatever y'all should know by now that this podcast was created to bring together a community of badass individuals that make me want to get out and live life to the fullest today's fabulous guest is kylie Dahl. she is a business mentor a serial entrepreneur as well as a self-proclaimed bootstrapping queen Kylie's passion is helping other entrepreneurs and small businesses grow and build a life of their dreams using her three D's approach, which you'll definitely want to stick around and hear about. So without further ado, here we go. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kylie, for being here and agreeing to hang out with me for a little bit and chat it up and inspire some people and just have a great time together. I want to kick it off because I know it's a common topic and it's probably like overused, but one thing that stood out to me for you is seems like you're big on overcoming challenges. You're big on saying, you know, saying what I'm going to do and then actually doing it, which brings us to 2021. New Year's goals, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. New year, new me, all of this stuff. It's like, okay, let's get a little real for a second. How do we, because it's okay to have lofty goals. We want to have those lofty goals. Mm-hmm but we have to be honest with ourselves and put more trust in ourselves that we're actually going to do it and complete it. So what's your take on this whole thing and how do we actually achieve the goals that we set for ourselves? Well, it's a really good question. Um, I have been doing some sort of um, level of goals and I've called it lots of different things over the years, whether it be a vision board, whether it be goals, whether it be planning, And I have also been to the point of like, no, I'm going to make a million dollars this year. That's my goal or whatever it might be. Something that was like, I was trying to have it be reach, you know, reachable, but I wanted to motivate myself, but it was not actually practical. Right. And I think that you've got to really look and say, first of all, break the goals down as to, okay, you've got your business goals, you've got your personal goals, you've got your finance goals, you've got your, you know, spirit, spirit, spirituality goals, family goals, whatever they are. So, so get them together. And I've got my vision board that I just finished and I actually leave space. So that you can plop something else on there or move it around. I mean, that's what it's there for. It's not, it's not in stone, right? People. But I do think that if you don't make it attainable, then you're only going to set yourself up for, for failure. And that's a disappointment. And nobody likes to be disappointed because then you're like, you're kicking yourself in the butt, right? And you're like, or beating yourself up against the head, right? Why am I doing this? Well, that's because you haven't really been, you haven't been true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, like, oh my gosh, you know, of course, there's so much planning. There's so much. Um, whether it be because it's the new year or people are like, okay, 2020 didn't work out so well for me. Um, What am I going to do differently in 2021? I'm a believer that 2020, while of course it was, you know, I mean, I guess it's going to probably have to be some record year for lots of, for lots of reasons, right? Of course. But Haley, some people actually did really freaking well in 2020. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know where you stand as far as like um, how or possibly you found guests a little more obtainable because they had a little, a little more time on their hands, right? They're not they're not at the corporate jobs or at not that you go after corporates, but you know what I'm saying. I can see like side hustlers and that sort of thing where they've actually got like, well, listen, I'm I'm at home. I've got to get something done, you know, so that you are like 
for me, I am very um, goal-driven, but I'm also very pragmatic, right? And so I'm like, I don't, I, I wake up every morning with a positive plan of action. If I feel it's kind of going sidetracked, I really want to have something that I'm like, okay, like even if it's like, okay, took Penny for a walk, done, cross it off my list, right? It just helps me get back on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And and what you said about attainable goals, that's so important. And I think that attainable is almost riding this fine line because we want it to be doable, as you said, but we also want it to be just challenging enough to where we're motivated to keep going and to try and get it. What is that fine line? And how do we make sure that it's possible for us? Well, anything's really possible for us, but it's fits in line with our, our lifestyle, our other goals, you know, surrounding it and is challenging enough and motivates us to say, okay, I'm going to stretch myself and I'm going to grow a little bit so that I can achieve this. I think it's like, okay, what's going to kick my butt, but what else? So am I willing to be accountable for like, okay, you can't just throw some hairy fairy goal out there. Like, okay, I'm going to go to the moon in 2021. Well, I really don't want to go to the moon, but, but you know, whatever it might be, um, you know, I want to be on Amy Porterfield's podcast. Okay. Well, great. That's great. Cause I love her, but what am I willing to do to, in order to try to achieve it? So you losing weight. Um, I want to feel better. I want to, you know, um, I want to start eating healthy, right? Well, okay. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to take out all the crap out of my refrigerator. I'm going to take all the junk out. Um, you know, I am going to wake up, um, a little early to plan my meals, or I'm going to bring my meals to work with me or whatever it might be. That's how you're going to obtain your goals is what are you willing to do, um, to, to, to make it happen? Um, because it starts with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. What are you willing to do? And it really goes back to like our why. It has to be so strong and that will to keep going and how far you're going to go is directly attached to that why. And I think it's actually a perfect segue because I'm excited to ask you about your story of becoming an entrepreneur and how the heck that happened for you and what your why was going through that and what pushed you to keep going and growing. Well, a lot of people that know me know my story a little bit, but I was actually born to be an entrepreneur. Now, my father was also an entrepreneur. So I was a daddy's girl. Um, my father, I, I, this, is a, this is a true story, um, when my father was a home builder and also retired military, self-made, got a GED so he could get into the military. After 22 years, he would, had already been um, a home builder and self starter right he just that's that's just what happened and, and a very successful one in Arizona but when I was um, nine years old I was out with my dad and we were um, remodeling doing some like remodel work on this ugly strip center and it's like just an ugly like rectangular box with like you know I don't know eight different businesses in it right and I said to my dad I said like daddy I I want to own one of these and he goes like own one of what this is a true story I said, I want to own one of these buildings. Why? So I can put all of my businesses in the buildings. So like, little did I know, like, that's a great story, but that's not really what you want to do, right? I really wanted to own the building and rent out the building, rent it out to businesses. But in my little nine-year-old brain, I'm like, I had so many business ideas. I needed, I needed garages for them. Mm-hmm. So um, and my dad was always a big advocate of being an entrepreneur but also 
you know, he had four or five things going on at one time. You know, I'm a very big picture person, right? So I love to start new businesses and new ideas. So with my, my mentees, I'm like, okay, wait, hey, Haley, you don't know what you want to do, right? Well, come and have an hour conversation with me, like a power session, and I'm going to be able to dive in and you're going to have a business idea, a valid business idea concept when you're done with me. And it's going to, it's going to rock your world because it's going to be something you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I, I, I'm like, I can give you ideas all day long. And you're like, okay, wait, Kylie, you've already overwhelmed me. I can only do one or two ideas at a time. Right. But I love it. And so, and I have to tell you, Haley, it's like a lot of people like, well, have all of your ideas worked? Have all your businesses worked? No, no. And I will say if somebody that says, oh yeah, I've started 10 businesses and every single one of them have been super successful. I'm probably going to call fibber fibber on that because (laughs) not all of them work, you know, to really own it. And, And that's okay. You, you, learn from your mistakes, you cut the fat, you try not to obviously repeat those mistakes, but you really internally focus on, okay, why didn't it work? Is it a complete smash or do I just need to pivot? Do I need to get some help thinking, hey, these three things about this business were awesome. They are awesome. But the other three, they need to go away and you need to replace them with some better ideas. Oh my gosh. Okay. You said so many important things that I want to touch on. The first one was I really identify and connect with the fact that you love thinking big. I'm definitely the same way. I'm trying to get people to think really outside of the box and get clear, which is funny because you you have to ask so many questions. That was something else that you were bringing up, which was we have to ask a lot of questions about ourselves and what we want and how we want to impact people and what that is and what our passion is and blah, blah, blah the the difference between having to go very specific in order to think big is really interesting to me. So do you have any additional thoughts on that, on how to think big? Well, first of all, again, I am pragmatic, right? Mm-hmm. And I can rationalize like with the best. I mean, like if you want me to help you go shopping, I'm not a shopper, but I'll help you go shopping and I'll rationalize why you think you need that dress or why you think you need that whatever, right? Um, and also you have to rationalize within your business ideas and concepts. So if you want to go big, I like analogies, right? So let's say you said, okay, I want to start, uh, I love shopping. I want to start a retail store. I, I want to start a clothing shop. That's what I want to do. Right. Okay. Well, that's big. That's big. Like, but uh, do you really have the fortitude? Do you really have the personality? And is that really, it does that fit into your life? Right. Oh, and I have three children that also depend on me. Okay, well, who's going to do this? And who's going to be with the kids? And how are you going to run the store? Because that's really big. And what kind of store do you want? You know, all of those things are so important. Because if you're not passionate about it, you're you are, you are not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of my um, success calls that I do, like, when I'm first working with somebody, I say, and this is the very one of the very beginning questions, hey, Haley, pitch me, pitch me on your business. I want to hear that passion. I want to know your why. Why did you choose that business? And then I'm going to tell you, okay, after we've drilled down to do a a little bit of work, I'm going to say, your business 
has to be like dating. Like, you know, you know, we've all dated, right? Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. Like, you know, you're hard and you constantly think about the person and you'll ex, you know, you'll skip dinner, you'll do this, you're gonna plan and you think and you text and you're like totally absorbed in that whole first dating love, that whole adrenaline, right? That needs to be your business. Mm. That's how you need to feel about your business. Mm. I love that. Yeah, you, it's got to be so strong that you're willing to do anything. And it, it's such a perfect uh, way to move into, like, what does it take to be an entrepreneur? And how do you even know if you want to? Because I know there's people listening who are in, you know, maybe a nine to five or maybe they're a student or wherever they are in life where they feel this passion, but they don't know if entrepreneurship is the right way to pursue that passion. Maybe it's something else. So how do we know? first of all, what it takes, what we need to be willing to endure. And if we just got that, you know, thing inside of us, that's screaming to run into the world of entrepreneurship. That's a really good question. So I created this fun quiz um, and I'll make sure that I link it to you so that you can, you know, that your listeners can take it. Mm-hmm. It's really no wrong, right? First of all, it's just really fun. There is a yes or no though. And so it's um, the entrepreneur's quiz. Um, and um, at the yes, it's like, woo, let's celebrate, right? Now you just need a little bit of direction. At the no, okay, but why is it that you thought you wanted to be an entrepreneur? It doesn't mean that you can't talk, be taught to be one. But in my opinion, an entrepreneur never says no. It's like, I have always been in my 20 plus years as a commercial real estate broker, um, and I'm not licensed anymore. I just like to invest in it because I think everybody needs rental income property. But I was known as like the deal chaser, right? And I am, I am. I, I, I thrive on it. And I think that that if you are going to be an entrepreneur, that has to, you know, that has to make your heart tickle a little bit. That has to make you a little giddy, like, oh my God, this opportunity. So some of the naysayers would say, oh yeah, your glass is always full. Well, that doesn't always, that's not always the case. The glass sometimes is half empty. However you want to look at it, I always look at the glass is always full, right? If I drink some out of it, I'm going to get some more. And then I'm also going to look and see and learn from my mistakes. Again, not all of my businesses have made it, you know? Um, And with my my with my mentees when we are working together it has to be show me the drive and i'll show you the way i say i've never met someone that i can't help coach mentor to make them successful if they're willing to do the work mm-hmm. and i think that that's the most important thing the most important thing mm-hmm. yeah when you were talking about saying yes it made me think of my friend Gary he used to be an improv and one of the improv uh, exercises or things that they do is um, always yes and yes and and it's really goes to show like okay when you're going through you know some hard shit yes I'm gonna get through it and what do I do next or you can fill in the blanks with whatever you need to but it's what makes me think is you know a nice juxtaposition of okay we want to take risks. We want to say yes. We want to move forward. When do we know to say no, though? Like, when do we know? Because our time is so valuable, our, our skills and our resources and our gifts and everything is so valuable to us. When or what questions do we ask ourselves to make that right decision and say, you know what? This is not for me. 
Well, I think that that's a real good, uh, and I love the yes and, I, I might have to borrow it. So that's really great. Um, it looks like this to me. So I always try to see the possibilities and opportunities in something, right? I wake up every morning knowing that the Lord has blessed me with opportunities for myself and those around me. And it's this way though, I'm going to use um, a real life story. So um, my husband is a chemist and so we are complete opposites where he is like, when we got married, he's like, honey, I just need you to do me a favor. Like you are so on the edge, just come back like, you know, a little bit. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem, no problem. And so now today we laugh because he's like, I was so in the middle and I'm now on the edge. Right. <laughs> so it's just hilarious where, where, you know, where we, where we can be. But um, I started down the journey of um, doing a townhome development here in my little town, Culpeper. Very darling town, like, you know, chef-driven restaurants, historical, cute little Davis Street. And um, three plus years ago, I bought the, we bought the property and it's just been one hurdle after another. I'm talking like one hurdle. And I Finally, um, after three years of hurdles, and I'm not going to bore you with it, I finally had to say, you know what, it's time to completely look at this at a different way. Perhaps, perhaps I'm not the end, I'm not the end developer here, right? I've taken it a lot of fire. I've gotten the plans. I've gotten this. I've broken ground. I've done this. I have the vision. I've put it together. Perhaps I'm just not that one to jump this hurdle. So I put it on the market, on auction. And on January 20th, today, this, this year, this month, it's going to go on auction. I think we're going to do very well. But that is when you say, it's kind of a no-ish. It's not no, mm -hmm. right? Again, just like, all right, and we're going to do well. It's part of being an, an investor, but you don't, you don't get yourself drug under the bus mm -hmm. so that you cannot pick your big girl panties back up and say, okay, all right, we did okay on that. Not what I wanted. That's okay. What did I learn? How am I going to go on? Because Haley, I, there's a joke. I mean, I have mentored, um, actually it's, this is hilarious. It's my stepdaughter. She is a natural at um, makeup, right? And I'm like, no, you don't need a, 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 you don't have to have your makeup artist license at the beginning. You love it. Let's do something, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. She is everything from but a self starter, right? She is zero self starter. Finally, I had to say, like, after a year, I'm like, oh, okay, honey, you have to tell me when to turn the lights off because I'll like, give mouth to mouth to resuscitation. I'll like pump life into it all the time, right? I'll like, no, you can do it. We can do it. We can do it. But if you don't have that passion and that faith and you don't want to do it yourself, I, I just got to turn the lights mm -hmm. off, man. Yeah, it's true. If you're not willing to push through and do it, it you got to learn to win, to let it go. It seems like when you were talking about through going through those moments, those hurdles, and then saying, all right, here's what I'm going to do next. That's a lot of one reflection, which we've touched on already, but also adaptability, like being flexible, ready to change, ready to pivot, always on the move in a strategic, rational, yet big picture way. How important is adaptability and how do we like strengthen that muscle? Because I think we've become very complacent. We're so comfortable. Our minds are just like, no, oh, just stay doing what you love, what's easy. How do we boom, change, pivot, and make the right decision when things change that are outside of our control? 
I think that's a really good, um, when you were talking, I was kind of painting a picture in my head. And right now, uh, we all, in some way, I think, have felt what it feels like to have to make changes. Um, perhaps, I think, also, when you were saying comfortable, I guess there are people that are going to get comfortable with how it is right now, okay, say with COVID and not getting dressed up. Or like, hell, I don't have to wear makeup because I'm going to put a mask on, right? I don't have to look decent. I can put it, I can stay in these sweats and pajamas for the rest of the year, right? Um, they get comfortable, right? And, and it's like, you have to do things outside your comfort zone in order for you to grow. And so if you are going to pivot, it's almost like staying in a relationship that you know, for example, you hate. Well, what are you going to do about it? Okay, just dip your toe, just just dip it into what it would feel like to actually have what you want. So go back, put it on your dream board. What does it look like? Okay, let's say you're, and, and, and it's, uh, on my website, I have three um, avatars, right? Because I, I identify with them. So I'm going to use my avatar that is an, I've always had a corporate job. I've made the man, quote unquote, right? The, 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 her, 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 her corporate man, a lot of money because she's super smart, right? She knows her shit. She knows that she's reliable. She knows that, for example, I'm throwing numbers out there, that he charges $100 an hour and clients pay it all day long, man, all day long. He is building a super business based on her talent. And so she doesn't, she's afraid because, you know, $25, $30, whatever it might be, that's comfortable for her. And she doesn't like it necessarily because she knows she can make more. And then she starts thinking about what financial freedom could do for her. Well, it could allow her to spend more time with her kids. It could allow her to have better health because then she can go to yoga in the evening or she can go for runs in the morning, right? She can have more time. She's less stressed. Financial freedom. I believe is the catalyst that actually starts it. It's not just about money. I'm not talking money because financial freedom gets you all of those more time with your family, more time for yourself. You know, who knows? Maybe you go get a dog because financial freedom or a pet or whatever, financial freedom allows you to say, okay, great. Well, then I'd have to, you know, hire a pet walker because of whatever or whatever. That's fine. But it's all starts with financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Well, speaking of pivoting and adapting, I'm going to pivot real quick to something I've been curious about, which is your three D's approach. And for my coaching business, I have like the four chain links approach. And there's other people who have just these genius methods and ways of remembering really, really solid, uh, you know, pieces of information or value, whatever it is. Tell me about what the heck the three D's approach or the triple D approach, whatever you call it, is <laughs> and how people can use it to help themselves. First of all, funny, a funny little story on how I came up with it because I'm a very big analogy kind of person. So my husband and I are really big hikers, right? And I've got this 30 pound powerhouse, you know, Jack Russell Bull Terrier named Penny. Um, and I've off-leashed trained her because I mean, hiking is our deal, man. So we were out there and it was before, uh, like maybe towards the end of summer, it was getting a little bit frisky and chilly. And I, we had to cross this river. Now my husband is really agile. He can like, right. He skips across the rocks, man. I got a billy goat it. I got a billy goat it every time. So I thought, wait, 
wait, when I, when I really got it on the way to where our destination was, I had this whole vision in my mind. <gasps> wait, wait, I'm going to do a video and I'm going to actually show that how it is to cross that river. What do you have to do? Right then, I came up with my triple D approach, which mm -hmm. is drill down, dive in, and do, do it. Mm -hmm. And so I did this fun video of what it takes to get across that river. Some people call it like, you know, the invisible bridge. And, um, and it was just, that's what it is. So first, you have to drill down. In other words, you can't dive into a business until you drill it down. Hey, is this going to work? What would I do with my kids? What would I do? Do I have what it takes? I don't know. But all of those things drill down. Is this the right business idea for me? Is it viable? Would somebody buy this? Am I just creating shit to buy, sh to create shit? Or would somebody really buy my shit? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, it's, you, you've got to be able to do a little bit of homework in that drill down before you can actually dive in. And then what we do is we dive in. Okay, now let's remove the things that are probably not going to work. Let's, let's dive in to say, what are you going to need to accomplish it? Who's going to help you? Um, is it, you know, what do you need to accomplish it? Do you need a shift in mindset? You know, because that's really, really important. And then we do it together. I held your hand across this river and we will make it. Beautiful. Drill down, dive in and do it. I love it. Well, that is a perfect way to sort of wrap up everything. And I always end with a final question. It's a tiny bit different for each person, but in general, here it is. For the one person, just one person listening, what is a piece of advice that you would give them? That's a really good ending question, Haley. So I'm a very compassionate, passionate person. So I always want this wish for people. I believe I'm able to help one person at a time. And that one person, if they can gain prosperity, ugh, it changes their entire life. So if that one person is thinking, if you have a thought, a burning thought, feeling, desire that comes up often that you cannot put out, you can't put out that burn, that, that burning sensation, that, that flame, then do something about it. Mm -hmm. Connect with people like Haley, connect with people that can help you achieve your dreams, but don't stop. Don't stop. Yes. Oh, that is beautiful. I love, love, love that answer. Well, thank you so much, Penny. And I want to give the stage to you now because you've got a podcast, you've got your own business, you've got all of these amazing things. Where can people connect with you and listen to your podcast and all the goodies that you provide for people? Uh, thanks, Haley. I really appreciate that. So, um, and I'll give you the links to it, but it's, it's pretty easy. Kylie Co. K-I-L-E-Y-C-O dot biz and easier even yet if you're on facebook and or instagram you can look at the entrepreneurs hangout i have a podcast and i also have a facebook group um, my facebook group is growing mighty and strong we're almost at 500 now and um you know what it's just a way for you to dip your toe in and see what it's all about if you go onto my website and or the facebook page you'll get the link to my entrepreneurs quiz and so have fun doing that. And I really, really appreciate it. I was so excited to be able to, you know, talk um, business with you and have some fun with you. And I love when can actually roll it all into something funny and like, you know what, do some business at the same time. 
Yes. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, Kylie. I had such a great time. And for everybody listening, all the links for Kylie's socials, podcasts, everything under the sun will be in the description and that quiz too. So I always leave my listeners with a either activity or challenge or quiz or something to do. And that is going to be today's episode. So thank you again so much. And we will chat again soon. I am sure of it, Kylie. You got it. Make it a great day. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Letting It All Hang Out. I sincerely hope that you enjoyed it and learned a thing or two. And as always, I know I did. I'd love to hear your thoughts and start a conversation with you. So feel free to send me a voice message right here on Anchor. Or you can send me a message on any of my social media platforms at Haley Kalani. That's H-A-Y-L-E-E-K-A-L-A-N-I. Much love to you all. Until next time, stay well.